the Internet's most listened to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And happy holidays to all of you. And what a great week this is to spend time with your family and your friends. And may I say a special, special wish and really thanks to all of my listeners. You know, you are the greatest listeners. You have made this show so successful, and you have given us one of the highest ratings, a huge listening audience, and even to all my listeners in other parts of the world, because, of course, this show is replayed uh, 12 hours from now. We just have received so much email and such a great response, and you're making it happen. So to all of you, I wish all of you the very best for you and your family for the new year. And you know, this is really a special show because it's the last show of 2005. And boy, are we going out with a big, big bang because we have a very special guest. We have a woman that I was just so honored to meet and who truly, so you all know this, is a champion for all people with disabilities when it comes to employment and really making it happen. And we're not talking about some low-level clerk here. We're talking about the director of the Accessibility Resource Center for no small concern, but for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, Joan McGovern, welcome to the show. Joyce, thank you very much. I'm honored, as, uh, as always. Well, it is an honor to have you with us. And I'm going to tell you, Joan is very well-known, becoming very well-known for all the work she's doing helping Americans with disabilities gain employment and quality of life because it is Andy Imperato, the CEO of AAPD, who first told me, Joyce, you've got to meet this this woman, Joan. You're going to love this woman. She's fantastic. And uh, And he was right. And, Joan, why don't you begin by telling all of our listeners throughout the world what you do at J.P. Morgan Chase. Well, sure. Um, thanks very much, Joyce. As you had mentioned, I am the Director of Accessibility Resource Center within J.P. Morgan Chase. And essentially what that function does is it's, it has been put in place to really support each one of the lines of business. Now, what might that mean? Well, each one of our lines of business, of which we have within the company, six core distinct areas, they all have, in particular, diversity goals that they need to meet every single year. Now, what I do is I bring to them tangible means of meeting those goals through the area of people dealing with people with disabilities. So in addition, what I will do is meet with each one of the directors of the areas, of the managers, of supervisors, of the folks within each one of those core segments, in addition to our corporate functions, of which we have 12 corporate functions, and they also have the same goals that are out there in front of them, and say, here is how you do your business, how are you changing it, how are you enhancing it for the year that may be coming up, or what have you recently done, a recent acquisition, et cetera. And then I'll take that and work with them and say, all right, for people with disabilities, I'll challenge their thinking 
and say, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to consider. Or if you're already doing something, how can we make it better and offer them some recommendations? So overall, that's at the what I call the 30,000-foot level. That's basically what I do across the firm to actually act as their guardian angel, if you will, for people with disabilities to make uh, business better uh, working with J.P. Morgan Chase. Oh, well, and uh, what a great job you are doing. And just so our listeners know, again, can you give them a little bit of information about how large J.P. Morgan Chase is and how many states you're in or, you know, globally, your presence? Sure. Uh, we essentially, uh, well, we are an international financial services company. Uh, we have roughly around 150,000 employees worldwide. We are within 50 countries around the world, and we have a presence in each one of the states across the United States, whether it be through, as I mentioned before, six core lines of business, whether it be asset wealth management or a consumer, which would be retail banking or our auto finance area, um, personal banking. Also, we have, as I mentioned, 12 corporate functions, such as uh, legal, human resources, uh, uh, accounting, auditing, etc. So uh, we're we're almost a small cosmos of the uh, of daily living within one large firm. Wow, you are one huge concern. And why I wanted you to go over that, uh, Joan, and as I, I just think that's really important for our listeners to know. Here is this, in my opinion, great corporation you know, that's really taking a stand to help Americans with disabilities gain employment. And, you know, you you are certainly no small concern. So hopefully any other people listening to the show and any other businesses listening to the show, um, you know, will use J.P. Morgan Chase as a role model because, you know, if you're doing it, why aren't they is what I have to say. Um, and with that, Joan, we have a question from a listener emailed from Kansas, and here it is for you. Uh, Joan, first of all, congratulations on what you are doing at J.P. Morgan Chase. That is just absolutely fantastic how you're including people that are frequently left out. Uh, My question for you today is why aren't more companies working to employ people with disabilities in a way that is grander? Um, I I don't know that I can to why other companies aren't, but I can go back to where J.P. Morgan Chase was and how we were able to catapult business, doing business to the next level. And really what I think needs to take place is the vision, the passion, the drive to want to make a difference within your business needs to come from the top of the house, and then that needs to be drilled down and cascaded throughout the corporation. And that actually happened within J.P. Morgan Chase where the senior executives said, we do want to make a difference, we, and this was several, several years back. We uh, had a diversity vision that was put out in place, and it wasn't just words. It, they held the senior executives' feet to the fire to say that this is going to be an impact as far as your bonuses, as far as your your uh, promotions, as far as how you conduct and are seen doing business, and this is what we want to do. And so that's how it got cascaded throughout the firm. 
And along that way, the employees, all employees across the board worldwide were then empowered to how can we become more of an inclusive environment for our employees and for our customers, for our products and for our services. And so as individuals started to, well, let me raise an idea. Let me see how this gets appreciated. Let me see how I can move forward. As everyone started to take baby steps at first, then the acceptance, the approval came, and then you started to see a lot of what I'll call leapfrogging within business. People just thinking about other different types of business, how they themselves as an employee are actually a customer of the firm. So here you had a huge population right at your fingertips to say, well, what do we need to do to make a change and continue to grow that and enhance it and move forward? So I think that's really, it's a combination of delving down from the top all the way through the corporation, and then once the employees feel empowered to do it, really working with that information and with those ideas and making them happen. Yes, and, I, you know, a comment I'd like to make to that listener with the question, uh, don't we all wish there would be an easy answer to this horrible problem we're having with the employment of people with disabilities? But I want to point out to you that uh, Dick Thornburg did speak on uh, in October at New York Law School at the Tony Coelho Lecture Series, which uh, anyone can read by going to www.myls.edu. And his speech, you know, during the speech he talked about it's sobering that, you know, recent statistics have confirmed that, you know, 30, not only are only 35% of Americans with significant disabilities who want to work working, but that the employment of Americans with disabilities went backwards. You know, it is worse today than it was in 2001. So what he did is he challenged the business community. He said, let's stop just waiting for government to take care of this. Let's challenge CEOs across the United States to take a chance. That was his challenge. And I was very honored that he mentioned our company in his speech as a best practice example. Uh, but, you know, the moral to the story is that he also pointed out there is no easy answer. You know, if only there was, we'd all use this golden bullet. If we knew where it was, we'd all shoot it, but we don't know what that is. But, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase is an example of a company that is doing it and is moving forward, and I agree with Dick Thornburg that it will be one by one, you know, corporations taking the lead, really making a difference. And I also, Joan, agree with you that the only way it will happen is if it starts at the top. That's correct. Without the commitment from the top, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's impossible to make some change, but without the commitment from the top, it is impossible to have ongoing systemic change where it's really uh, in, reinforced. And I really am impressed, Joan, that they uh, attach that to the bonuses of the executives. Right, they do. I mean, that, as you said, this is where the rubber meets the road. Right, right, absolutely. There, and, and, again, that's just where... Um, not only from that standpoint, but also it's built into performance management and into the business goals. So the individuals need to be able to demonstrate the firm's commitment. Um, this was not just 
words that we'll put together to sound or feel good. It's something, it's the right thing to do. It's how we want to be recognized as doing business. The, the seniors and the, and the company was very, very clear on wanting to be an inclusive environment and having a leadership position in here. And so they turned to the employees and said, now help us. And it's really a true partnership where everybody works together towards this. Yeah, and you know, so there are many companies where they talk about diversity and how important it is, but until you really make it real like that, and that's when you're really going to have the most wonderful thing happen, execution. And with that, we're going to take a break. If you're listening to the show or you just tuned in, we are talking to Joan McGovern, who is the Director of Accessibility Resource Center for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. But more importantly, a real champion and friend to all of us, people with disabilities. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. world leader in internet talk radio you're listening to voiceamerica.com at vendor consulting services incorporated our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities independence and freedom for people with disabilities while the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high over 13 million disabled americans many of them experts in technology remain unemployed Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Reichgat Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Reichgott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. 
We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Reichgott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back to the show. Happy Holidays. This is the last show of 2005, and we have a great guest with us today, Joan McGovern, Director of Accessibility Resource Center for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, but as I said earlier, a true leader in business in the area of employment for all people with disability. And before Joan answers this question, I have to tell you that I, I met Joan at the National Business Leadership Network Conference in Pittsburgh just this past November because she was uh, there to head up the employer breakfast as the keynote speaker um, and she is just as genuine in person as you're hearing her right now on the air. Uh, but what impressed me the most is the story that she told me that I'm going to ask her to tell all of you. And, Joan, if you don't mind telling our listeners how you first became involved in this disability area. Sure. Uh, well, thank you very much, Joyce. And, uh, again, glad to have all the listeners joining uh, today. Uh, essentially how I first became involved was, again, going back to J.P. Morgan Chase established a firm-wide, across-the-world vision of what they wanted to do in the area of inclusive leadership and also, as some of your listeners may know, about diversity. So that had come out, and each one of the lines of business were given goals to establish and essentially marching orders to follow. This is where the firm wanted to, the direction we wanted to go. So I had been out at the same time at a separate, totally different business function. It was not hosted by us, another company. And while I'm there, there were two sign language interpreters on either side of the stage. It was a very, very large venue. And at that moment, Joyce, I turned to myself. It was as though the lightning bolt had come flying out of the sky. And I turned to myself and I said, wait a minute. J.P. Morgan Chase has a diversity vision. Diversity and inclusive leadership. Inclusive. Everybody. Now I'm seeing these two sign language interpreters, and at that moment I turned to myself and said, if I was blind, how would I get money out of the bank, if I was deaf and I had a question about my statement, who could promptly give me an answer to that? And so I began questioning and essentially cold calling the executives of these specific areas and said, I need about 10 minutes on your calendar. I have a question. Now, I was from a totally different line of business within the firm. They did not know me. They did not know of me. But they said, you have a question about our products and services? Come on in. I've got 10 minutes on my calendar for anybody. I sat down. I spoke with them, and I said, what would we do in this instance? And they gave me the answers, and I said, okay, well, it seems as though you have addressed it however we can and should do better. 
and also enhance our current processes. And they were like, really? Well, how could we do that? And so I started to offer some suggestions to them, and from that it started to grow within the firm. One executive after another that I would meet and talk to finally mentioned and got the word back to my manager to say, you know, Joan really should put together a study. She should go out. She should. We already have um, employee networking groups or affinity groups within the firm. She should align herself with those, if not lead, the one that we have for the disabled population. Uh, we should do a study. So lo and behold, I had become eventually chairperson of what we called uh, the Accessibility Network Employee Networking Group. I became chairman of that and at that moment turned around and said, what we need to do is have two senior sponsors of within the firm help us and went out to my immediate boss at the time. He said not only would he do it, but he grabbed the executive of real estate and facilities and life safety worldwide and said, join me to support Joan and her group and the um, ideas and efforts that are going forward. And as I told them at the time, I said, I don't need your cost center. What I need is your name, that when we hit barriers along the way, we can just place a call to you and you'll make it happen. And Joyce, um, there has not been one recommendation, one question that has been raised that we have not received, not only let me help you, but I will get others within the firm to move and champion and, and move the ideas forward. From that then, as I mentioned, the networking group was doing a number of various different efforts and activities as our membership and constituents would bring to our attention. We structured the group to have monthly meetings, and again, this was worldwide with our colleagues in various different parts of the of the globe, and we worked uh, obviously in the United States with the ADA, but then in speaking with our colleagues in the United Kingdom, they have the DDA over there. So it was interesting the discussions that we had, not only with them, but then in other parts of the world as to, well, what, what do we, what would we recommend to be followed as a global firm? Uh, in addition to that, then, the enough of the message started to bubble up in the firm. We would put out various different pieces in the global newsletters and, and information that would go out on our website. And so what we would do is then start to receive calls from various different lines of business. Can you help me with this? I have an issue here. So lo and behold, the firm turned around and said, we would like you really structure a, a data gathering initiative. Here's the methodology. We did that. It was accomplished within two months. And they said, give us your top three priorities of where we should be from a business case perspective. And the task force came back and said, we're only going to give you one. You need to have a business function solely dedicated in the company, not only to assist those internally as a single source and resource to go to, but also externally. If there are questions, if there are queries, what's the firm's position, consideration, stand on certain issues that impact people with disabilities, they don't have to hunt through the various different either lines of business or human resources they have one solid place they can go that then can get the answer for them promptly and efficiently and consistently the whole time. So we told them, set up one line of business. We, I was asked, I had made that presentation. 
I was asked to come back in two months, and I said, the request will still be the same. The only thing that will be different is we'll be able to demonstrate more accomplishments of this group and of this task force. Lo and behold, that took place. We came back saying the recommendation is still the same. Only here's some details of how it should be structured, where it should be within the business, the corporation, etc. And at that moment, I will never forget it, they turned around, and actually it was the chairman of, uh, of the firm at the time, turned around and said, Joan, this will be great under your leadership. And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> that was, you know, we, we have a number of resumes for you, et cetera, to take a look at. And he said, nope, we agree. This goes forward. You have our approval, and it's all yours. And that's when uh, actually history, a historical moment took place within the firm and uh, also in my, in my career. Uh, well, it was welcomed. It wasn't planned. So uh, that's how it how it all took place, and uh, now we've been doing this for about a year and a half, and I can't tell you how extremely rewarding it is to be able to make a difference in people's lives in conducting business uh, with J.P. Morgan Chase. Wow. I'll tell you what, that is such a great story. I love that story. That's why I wanted you to tell that because I know the impact it had on me. So you understand, listeners, of course you all know I have epilepsy and a hearing loss and that my life changed, you know, 20 years ago when I had an almost near-fatal accident and that's what got me on this road to helping people with disabilities gain employment. But, you know, when I met Joan... And I ask her, why, why are you doing all this? I mean, just so you all know, this isn't because of a disability. This isn't because of a child with a disability. This is from that meeting she went to when she saw those two sign language interpreters. And that is just so powerful. That is so powerful. Oh, thank you, Joyce. It is that you did that. You have great character, Joan, and that is just the greatest story. And, you know, it so many things I was thinking of when you were telling this. One thing I want to say, if you're a business and you're questioning, do we really need those sign language interpreters, you know, one of these meetings? What if, you know, what if there aren't enough people there that are deaf? Do we really need it? This is why, no matter what meeting I have, when people ask me, should we have a sign language interpreter, I say, absolutely. You know, first of all, you never know who could come that is deaf, but you're also setting the stage, sending a message that we include all people. And in this case, from that meeting that Joan went to, look what happened. And also, Joyce, from that, just not only changing my own career, but then personally, I the, the passion just welled up in me, and I said, that's another way that I want to communicate to our customers, to my colleagues. And so I'm still on the track to become a sign language interpreter. So I have since then started to take sign language classes and um, going forward with that and have met a number of fabulous individuals uh, across the globe, actually. Um, and just a, a real quick offshoot, if I have time, I was on vacation in Italy, walking across and through the streets, and I saw a couple of folks signing, and I was like, oh, I don't know how this will go, but I just went right up to them, introduced myself through American Sign Language, Although the sign language was a bit different, the camaraderie and bringing the world together at that moment was a fabulous feeling, and they were so impressed that someone from America would actually approach them and start signing, and it was almost like a U.N. moment. Oh, John, that is so great. 
That is so great. That is a great story. And, and, you know, and once again, I'll tell you, I've been to so many meetings where people ask me, why? Why do we have to have an interpreter? And so you know, uh, thanks to Jenny Thornburg, Dick Thornburg's wife, who uh, does a great job helping churches learn how to be accessible, I'm getting that message out to our own church. We need sign language interpreters for everyone. All right, you're listening to Joan McGovern. You can see why we love her. Ah. Director of Accessibility Resource Center from J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Obviously a great corporation. This is Joyce Bender. You're listening to the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Joan. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Make Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race dog. If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or a guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. If you just joined us, we're talking to Joan McGovern, the Director of Accessibility Resource Center for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. And Joan has been telling us 
why and how she got involved in the disability area, and it is a great story. I, I have to ask you this, Joan. That story you just told really just impressed me so much, but um, few others really have done what you have done, especially people without a disability. I have to ask you, why do you think that is the way it is? Well, there's, there's probably a, it's a twofold answer, um, Joyce, I would think. One is you need to have an environment. You need to have the empowerment to once you see that there needs to be a change or once you see that there can be an enhancement, that you feel comfortable enough that, in fact, you can raise it in a comfortable environment, a, mm. a corporate culture. Uh, second, it's also you need to, or at least in my instance anyway, I had such a passion in my that, that I only saw by dealing with other people who brought it to my attention, but there was really no stopping me. If the corporation was saying X and I saw that it could be enhanced, why wouldn't you let me do that? And so I just, I, I drove that. Uh, I, and I, that's actually the course, that's the direction that I took. And actually what, the other thing is I was able to make a very strong, distinct data and fact business case. So I needed to know how to speak to those that would make the change with me and essentially speak their language. And if it was going to be through a business case, then that's the way I was doing it, through data and fact. Here's the numbers. Here's what you need to know. Here are the changes. Here are the opportunities that are out there for us. Uh, so there is, there is some work that needs to be done along this line as far as putting time and effort into it. But if it's important to anyone, then you absolutely can do it and can make a change. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't stop just because somebody says no. I have a question for you from Maine, and the uh, question is, uh, Joan, I see you're a business leader helping people with disabilities. That is wonderful. Something that bothers me that I wanted to ask you about, as a person with a disability, why do you think it is so unusual and so special to hire a person with a disability? I mean, what makes that so unusual? Why is this so hard? I wish I could give you an overall answer as to why it's so hard, but I truly personally believe that it's a cultural change the way individuals Mm -hmm. overall have to think. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it myself within business that... It's a means of making the individuals sensitive towards people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And once that is, once the awareness is there and the sensitivity is there, then there's a confidence level, at least on the side of business, to say, oh, sure, then, then we now can enter into a new area. And they have the confidence and wherewithal, whether it be changing products, services, employment, etc. Um, but we had done that internally with an area to have expand the internship program. And the line of business was telling us we're very, very fast-paced. We have very, very rigid requirements. 
even those individuals with not a disability sometimes find it difficult to to maintain the level of, of what is required. And so in speaking with them, I said, well, let's just speak with the folks in the department. Let's just see what we can do here. Long story short, after sensitizing and giving the group awareness that they needed, we brought in several students with disabilities, and it, it was, I mean, almost combustible, the relationship that took place there. The business working with these individuals absolutely at that moment, I kept on drilling into them saying, you're going to see a different way of thinking. You're going to see a different direction that we can take. You're going to get so many positive, positive outcomes from this. And they were like, oh, Joan, we don't know. Immediately after, I would say, uh, two months at least, the individuals from within the business came back to me and said, Joan, we have to continue on this. This is just fabulous. And then that was able to grow internally and work with uh, with the human resource functions within each one of the lines of business to say, all right, this is something that we want to do. So long, long-winded answer there, but um, it really needs to be a cultural change and small steps to move forward to then get the uh, the ripple effect, as I as I call it, where it actually is able to uh, to grow on itself. And you know, um, remember, and I know Joan knows this is true. There was a time when women could call and say, "Why is it so special or so unusual to hire women?" I mean, and the same thing with minorities. Absolutely. I mean, there's been a time for all groups that are different. That's why we say to people, if you look different, then it's different. You know, and the perception, just not familiar with working with people with disabilities. By the way, I think that internship is such a great way to break down attitudinal barriers. That's why I love Disability Mentoring Day also. I just think that's fabulous. Um, but, Joan, you have been involved with the United States Business Leadership Network. As I mentioned, you were the keynote speaker at the uh, National Conference in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the Employer Breakfast. How did you get involved with the USBLN? Uh, actually, it was through, and this is what I would share with all your listeners, too, and especially those looking for avenues of employment it comes down to networking mm. and being connected and making connections. Uh, it was actually through Andy Imperato, his group in the uh, AAPD, and also the National Business and Disability Council, which is part of the abilities overall uh, organization, and also through the Kentucky BLN, uh, in particular Claudia Earnhardt, who is... Uh, a member there and, and also directs that initiative. Um, through those three areas in particular and meeting with these individuals, getting advice from them to assist J.P. Morgan Chase in moving forward on our goals, but also meeting with them, getting information, having them assist us, that was how eventually it came to that I was introduced to the USBLN and then also through, uh, like I said, several of the other local uh, state BLNs, it all it all rolled up, and um, I was asked then to uh, to speak with them. And also, again, just from that meeting alone, meeting yourself, meeting others for the for the first time, uh, just the networking, and again that ripple effect expanding of 
what else can we do, what else should we be doing, and how can we help others get on board so that they can move faster in this direction for people with disabilities. Talk about networking. Now, here you go, Claudia Earnhardt. What a great woman she is. And she is originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. And was the head of uh, competitive employment opportunities. Um, I always taught her when she left Pittsburgh. We just were so sad to see her leave. But uh, no matter where she is, she's working to help people with disabilities. And, you know, you're right, Joan. It is all about networking, isn't it? It is. Amazing. It's amazing um, how much can be done if you find the right people. Exactly. But I have a few questions that I wanted to ask you. I want to make sure we have time to go over. And one of them is, Joan, that, uh, you know, you are known in the United States as a leader for people with disabilities. Um, and especially being known and endorsed by Andy and, and uh, Claudia and all these other groups, what do you hope to see happen through your leadership? Um, I would say, I mean, that's a... a Rather big question there, Joyce. <laughs> but what I would say is overall, every single day, I want to see life made easier for people with disabilities through J.P. Morgan Chase, then also within the financial industry. So I would like to continue to make a difference in that area and then also expand it into other industries, other areas as can be done as can be the, the conversations can be continued on um, and essentially just to stay aligned with this consumer segment and just continue to make a difference. Um, it comes down to, I mean myself, it comes down to respect for another human being and there's just so much work that can be done here. There are so many opportunities and the rewards are fabulous. Uh, so, again, through my leadership, I hope to not only make other financial services, other lines of business within J.P. Morgan Chase, but then, as need be, to assist other companies. Um, and going back to your previous question about, well, how do you make this happen? Well, to be able to just be a some type of model for them to say, look, it's okay to do this. Um, yes, you may need to change the culture a little bit, but it's by no means painful. I mean, the feeling is phenomenally great. And to be able to make a difference in people's lives, to be able to do business with you, and at the same time to, to conduct business is just its a win-win for everyone. It is. And you cannot begin to imagine, if you're listening to the show, when you employ a person with a disability, remember, it's not a charity. You're helping the bottom line. You know, J.P. Morgan Chase does not hire people because they're just doing this as a contribution. They're doing this because they know they're investing in people that will help their bottom line. So, you know, you get to do two things. You get to help the business and at the same time do the right thing. And the rewards you receive will far surpass the investment that you make. That's very correct. Far surpass. I'll tell you that when I've seen a few people hire just over the past few weeks, that one gentleman, his daughter worked for us, uh, and then we put her on assignment at Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield as a software developer, and she is a person who is deaf, and she became a superstar there. And then what happened is, Years later now, we got to hire her father. And wow, talk about a 
great feeling seeing these people <clears throat> get to succeed and compete the way everyone else should get to. All right, we're going to break, but we'll be back again with Joan McGovern, a champion of hope for all Americans with disabilities. From J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, you're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington. Each week, Connie and her guests will explain the healing system called Christian Science and share stories of how they have used the spiritual laws of God to bring healing to their lives. You can learn how to bring healing to your life, too. So tune in to Powerful Prayer with host Connie Coddington every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on Voice America, America's Voice. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk, radio. Internet talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And if you just joined us, first of all, happy holidays to you and your family. We have been talking to Joan McGovern, the Director of Accessibility Resource Center for J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, a company that's really making a difference in the lives of people with disabilities. Joan, it has just been such a pleasure to have you on the show, and I you have accomplished, obviously, many things in your life, but I wanted to ask you, what is your proudest accomplishment in your career or in your life? 
Uh, well, actually, Joyce, I can probably answer, take that question and answer each one, and it will also give you some insight as to once I align myself with a purpose or with a direction or an activity, I just, I'm like a pit bull on it and I don't let go. So along that line, uh, proudest accomplishment in my life was actually overcoming my fear of dogs. And I did that by working with a breeder, getting a puppy, training the puppy, and then through just no formal training on my own, having and showing the dog to become what they call owner-handler-champion status. So just as an owner, not a professional handler, quote-unquote, on the dog, just as an owner-handler working with the dog, showing the dog, I was actually able to make the dog uh, win all the necessary points, etc., and bring it to championship status when all the other breeders in the group in the region across the country were saying, Joan, you really, in order to quote-unquote finish the dog, you have to give it to a professional handler. And I said, no, and I'll show you all that that's not true. I'm determined. I'm going for it. I've come this far, and I will fail where I fail and learn from my mistakes, and I'm going for it. Again, long story short, made it to the Westminster Kennel Club where I was on the floor of Madison Square Garden showing my champion. Wow, that is phenomenal. Congratulations to you. So that's the accomplishment in my life. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. What type of dog is this dog? Uh, Great Pyrenees. Wow. So they're a a rather large dog, but a fabulous disposition. How about that? What a great story. Boy, from one extreme to the other. Yes. (laughs) That is is, That's believing in yourself. Exactly. And then the accomplishment in my career is actually seeing this position within J.P. Morgan Chase Accessibility Resource Center actually come to fruition and come to life, a brand-new business unit within the firm globally to assist people with disabilities internally and externally. Um, And that is something that was raised very quickly, received approval, and I was very, very pleasantly surprised. And we're very happy they made that decision. They certainly chose the right person. Um, Joan, we have many people who email us all the time, young people, people you know that just graduated maybe a couple years ago from college, um, and these are people that are having a very difficult time gaining employment. You know, they have the skills, but they're facing nonstop obstacles in their life. I'm wondering, with your expertise, what advice do you have for them? Um, that's a great question, Joyce, and actually one that I am asked a lot. And I've got to tell you just not to take any of the grandeur away or not to oversimplify it, but it would be the same message that I would give anyone. And for anyone that's meeting obstacles, you really need to ask yourself why. What do I need to do different? And you may not have the ability to come up with that answer by yourself. And that's why I would urge everyone to get a mentor, to network, to have others that you feel comfortable with and that you respect, review their resume, and just to do some get feedback 
from individuals that you respect as to what should I be doing different. Here's a situation that I had on an interview. I don't think it went well. The, the interviewer necessarily won't tell you, so what should I have done different? And so ask others that are in business. Also, take a look at doing internships. Do some job shadowing so that, in fact, that's something that, from an experience standpoint, that you can, in fact, offer to an employer. So it's not just my resume of what I've done, but here I'm also going to show you some interests that I have and put some spark behind and underneath your resume there so that you can contact and, and work with an employer to say, look, here's what I want to do, here's how I would like to do it, here's the value that I can offer to you and to your company. And again, individuals, listeners that are, that are on the call today, absolutely just take anyone that, that you come in contact with regularly, even if it's a family member, even if it's a doctor that you go to, even if it's, you know, you may think that it's someone that, oh, they wouldn't want to spend time with me. Just try and just ask one simple question, can you help me with, and then either with my resume, can you help me with, is there a way I should approach an issue? Can you help me with a question that I have? And that's the means, again, to go forward, and it will make you an outstanding individual that will give you that difference that an employer will want to see. And it will also give you that spark. You know what, I really agree with you because, you know, sometimes when people ask that question, I'll hear people say, well, you know, um, you know, because of this terrible problem with employment, you know, there's just all this discrimination. And obviously there is discrimination or, you know, we wouldn't have this tragic problem for the employment of people with disabilities. But we got to do something about it. And if you wait for someone else, to take care of that for you won't happen. I love that answer that you gave them. That's Great right. advice. Do and something about there, it. If there's a place that your listeners want to work and they approach through their human resources, if they approach and it doesn't look like they have anything for them, but yet the individual feels, you know, I still want to do something specific and mention that to the company, then ask them, would I be able to job shadow with one of your managers to do this? Would I be able to just come in on, you know, even if it has to be on their own time for a short period of time, could I do this to show you here's why I can make your company better? Corporations just, they, they eat that up. Mm-hmm. And if there's an individual that comes in, like I said, with a spark, with an interest in their company, Absolutely. They are not going to see the disability. They're going to see this as a very, very creative, contributing individual, and especially with the way, as I'm sure you know, the listeners know, the percentages of individuals that are not going to be available in the workforce within the next 10 years. The corporations are going to have to be ready to work with different ways of working with the employment force and also with the various different individuals and all their different talents. And those companies that are starting and already starting to get themselves ready to do that now, those are the ones that will continue in the leadership position and the others will be lost. And you're starting to see some of that now. 
That you know what that is so true because even when I heard uh, President Bush speak and Secretary Chow and they talked about all these baby boomers who will be retiring, saying that you know there will be another war for labor, and that if you don't. Start thinking about that now, that five years from now you'll be in peril. So, you know, you need to look at other labor pools. Exactly. So, so I guess, Joan, you'll be ahead of everyone. <laughs> J.P. Morgan Chase will be ahead of everyone. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, Joan, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Uh, I would like to leave the listeners, those um, folks that have disabilities on the line and, and listening in, I would like to tell them to blaze your own trail, and it can be done, and if you need assistance, there's support along the way, just ask. Uh, I would also tell those people with disabilities to give companies the ability to change by, uh, I'd like to, there's a tagline that we hear in New York a lot, if you see something, say something. So if you see that there's a need that a company can make a change, let them know about it. Don't keep it to yourself. And chances are, by doing that, they will want you to join their workforce. And for any companies that might be on the line, I would just say, again, you know, consider making someone's life easier by bringing them on board and just continuing that ripple effect of having individuals join and with their creative ideas and solutions be part of a very, very fabulous team going forward. Well, what great advice that is for all of those groups. And, Joan, I want to say again, uh, and to all of my listeners, you know, I think so highly of Joan. She is the real deal. She's a very genuine person. And let me tell you what, that determination she has, that passion, that stick-to-itiveness, that's why J.P. Morgan Chase is doing what they're doing today. And I would like to end today, I always end with a quote by a famous civil rights leader, and today it is from former President Jimmy Carter, who after he went to an event and saw a woman with a disability at this event go forward and light a candle, this is a woman with a cognitive disability, when everyone was trying to do it for her and she insisted, no, I'm going to do it on my own in front of 7,000 people, and she did finally accomplish this on her own. He said, I believe that anyone can be successful in life regardless of natural talent or the environment within which we live. This is not based on measuring success by human competitiveness for wealth, possessions, influence, and fame, but adhering to God's standards of truth, justice, humility, service, compassion, forgiveness, and love. What a great quote to end this year. Joan McGovern, thank you for being on the show with us. Thank you, Joyce, and Happy New Year to you and the listeners. Happy New Year to you, Joan J.P. Morgan Chase. We love you. We're behind you. We'll look forward to more great things next year. You've been listening to Joyce Bender, the voice for all people of ability, the voice of voiceamerica.com. See you next year.
Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.